today the concept, the past few days we were discussing the concept of tefillah, specifically on Purim, we discussed yesterday that the tefillah on Purim looks very different than it does the rest of the year. The tefillah the rest of the year is that we tell the Rabbanu Shalom that we're not, we're not uh, you know, we want to get out of the hastara, out of the place that we're in, and we understand, you know, that what's happening for us, you know, may somewhat be good, but we want to get out of the place that we're in because it's not kashmak, it's not enjoyable. We want the parnasa, we want the children, we want the shidduch, we want whatever we want, whatever to take place to happen. And therefore, we're davening that the Rabban it's all a tefillah about our chasrenis that we're lacking. We ask the Rabban to be able to be mamala those chasrenis to fix them up. But what he explained to us last time is, yesterday, is that on Purim, it's a very, very different type of tefillah. Purim is and the whole idea of Purim is to be able to be Magala the Hester, to be able to be, find the Rabbani Shalom within, within Teva, within everything that's taking place. Purim is the Behirus, the clarity and Amunah that a person gets where he's able to see and able to recognize that everything that's taking place for him is ultimately the best. That's the whole story of Purim. When you look back in hindsight, you can see how Esther getting taken to the palace of Achashverosh, which was probably the greatest tragedy that, at the time that was taking place. And you can see how the Gezerah against Haman, the fact that he built the gallows, you're able to see in hindsight how everything's really good. And ultimately the Behirus, the clarity that a person gets on Purim is everything's perfect. Everything's good. I, nothing needs to change in order for my life to be better. The Rabbani Shem is running my life exactly the way it needs to be. And everything in my life is set up exactly the way it needs to be. I have the clarity and the Amuna, not just to believe that Hashem is running the world, but every part of my life, whether it looks like Arahaman, whether it looks like Baruch Marchai, it's all from the Rabbani Shalom. And it's all perfect. And therefore, what he told us yesterday is that the tefillah then is not just about filling my chesroinus because I don't have any chesroinus on Purim. Right? We mentioned yesterday that a shikar has, a shikar is not lacking anything. And that's why we said yesterday from the Beis Yaakov, a shikar can't daven because a shikar is not missing anything. And on Purim also, a person's not missing anything. There's no lack. There's no chesarin. So what are you davening for? What's the avoid of tefillah on Purim? And he explained this yesterday. It's a very tifa Indian. It's I just a chazer over and then we'll see one more ara. But he said, huh? But he said, he said that, the, he said that, what's the pshat? He said, the tefillah on Purim is a very different type of tefillah. The, the way he says it, he doesn't write over here, right? So in another one of his farms, that there's three dargas of tefillah. The first darga of tefillah, the first, three dargas, I, I should say, of, of a person living in this world. The first darga is, my life's not going well. I need you to get me out of the matzav that I'm in. That's the first one, where there's total, you know, there's, there's I, I'm not accepting the matzav that I'm in. I'm saying, Rabbanu I need to get out of the matzav. The second darga is where I say, Rabbanu Shalom, I recognize the matzav I'm in is, weird, is sent from you. I'm a makabal, the Yisurim, the Yahava. Rabbanu Shalom, I'm totally makabal, and I put my hands up and I say, Gamzu Latoiva. Rabbanu Shalom, Kalma, Dabra, Rahman, This is exactly what you meant to be. The third darga, and this is a darga that says Galan Purim, is Rabbanu Shalom, I recognize that everything's good, and I don't need anything more. I don't need, there's nothing that I'm lacking in my life that I need you to fill because I recognize that whatever I have or don't have is exactly the way you want it to be. However, I recognize that there's some aspect of Chil Hashem that's taking place. The fact that Bechitsonius, the fact that externally it doesn't look all good, that's causing a Chil Hashem. That's causing that rain Gullah. So Gullah may be the greatest thing in the world for Klal Yisrael. And it has to be the greatest thing in the world for Klal Yisrael. That's where we're in. But Rabbanisham, I beg you, Galik Khoid Malchusai, because of you. Not because of me, not because I need anything, but because I recognize that you want me to daven al sechil Hashem that's taking place. It's the madrega where I say, Rabbanu Hashem, I, I recognize that I don't need a daven that everything should change because I need it to change. And I'm not either accepting it and saying everything has to be this way and therefore I'm just going to put my hands up and say, Rabbanu Hashem, if this is the way you want it to be, this is the way it's going to remain. Rabbanu Hashem, I want you to make a change, but because of you, because of the pain that is causing the, the tzara shechina that's happening in Golas and the chil Hashem that's taking place. Right? They say it from the Rizhner, that the Rizhner ended up in prison, which is a fascinating story in itself. The original ended up in prison. The original was a prince, Mamish, a king, a prince. He, he lived with total ashiras and, and gorgeous palaces. And he was the first one that really brought the concept of Malchus, you know, Malchus, uh, Malchus the Rakia, Malchus, Malchus the Arakain, Malchus the Rakia, bringing real Malchus back to what it meant to be a rebbe. And, and he lived in a way which gorgeous palaces, beautiful carriages with white horses, 
Right? They say that even though he was living that way, obviously he himself was not Nana Bechlal, like a Buda Nasi, he was able to pick his hands up, even though we, the Chazal say there wasn't Chaser from his Shulchan anything throughout any season, but he was able to pick his hands up at the end of his life, Rabbi Yudan Nasi, and say, these hands have been Nana from Olam Azeb Bechlal, and the original lived the same way. Right? They very famously say he had gold slippers, and there were no soles in the bottom, and he used to bleed. As he was walking through the snow, you would see bloody footprints. So he had these gorgeous you know, slippers made out of gold that cost, I don't know how much, but it wasn't about him. It was about being a Galva Malchus. He ended up in jail because they were, they were moistering him to the government. He ended up in jail. And the Hasidim came to see him in jail. They came to visit him in jail. And he's sitting there crying in jail. And, and you can imagine how tragic of a scene this is for the Hasidim. Here they have their Rebbe, who's not just the Rebbe. He's, he's Mamish the king. Every, you know, every Hasid thinks of his Rebbe as the Melech. But he actually lived Mamish like a Melech. And he's sitting broken in prison. I don't know if he's wearing a prison uniform. But he's sitting in the corner of a cold, dark prison. And they see a mamish crying, and they asked originally, they said, Rebbe, what can we do? Like, you know, we're trying to do everything we could to get you out. What can we do to make, you know, to make things better? It seems like you're so, you know, you're so sad and so upset about what's happening. So originally said, he don't understand. He said, it doesn't bother me, Bechlau. He said, Gam ki He said, I, I don't have any issue. He said, I'm totally fine. I recognize that if I'm in prison, this is exactly where the Rav wants me to be. So you know why I'm crying? Rock, you know why I'm crying? The only reason why I'm crying is ki'ata imadi. Because the Shekhinah is down here in prison with me. I'm not crying for myself. I'm crying because of the Tzara Shekhinah that's happening because I'm in prison. When I'm in Geit Samavas, I'm not afraid of anything. The only thing that's Ra, I'm not afraid. But Ra, you know what is evil? What is evil is the Tzara Shekhinah. So yeah, the Matzav we're in may be the greatest Matzav for us. But at the end of the day, we recognize that there's a Tzara Shekhinah taking place. That when you walk through the streets of Yushalayim and you look at the Chil HaShem that takes place because of... You you know, because it's not built up the way it should be. Look at the lack of kedusha that takes place. It's a chil Hashem. So maybe this is the best thing, Rabbi Hashem. But I'm purring my daven for the chil Hashem that takes place. And I say, Rabbi Hashem, galay kvoid machusay, reveal it, not for me, but for you. Be magale your malchus for you. And it's such a deep type of tefillah because it's so... It's, it's selfless, totally selfless. It's all about the Rabbani Shalom and has nothing to do with us. It's all about putting the focus on Hashem. I don't need anything. My life's perfect. But Rabbani Shalom, I recognize that mitzad you, mitzad the Golas Hashchina, mitzad the Tzara Hashchina, there's something that's lacking. And he just writes, and I'll finish with this Ha'ara. He just writes, V'davar zebetzinu eitzah Mordechai HaTzadik. Shemitzad echad ha'yamunach kolazman ba'amunach. Mordechai Tzadik lived with Amuna, as the, as the Gemara tells us, Ish Yehudi. Why is he called Ish Yehuda? The Gemara over there discusses his Yichas came from Yehuda, from Binyamin. Zakti Gemara, Waman Dom over there, the Gemara Megillah says, Ish Yehudi, Shekafur Bavaydezara. And everybody was Kaifer in Avaydezara. So, what does it mean that he was Kafur Bavaydezara? It doesn't just mean that he wasn't bowing down to Haman, he wasn't bowing down to actual Avaydezara. Vainer Shekafur Bakala Astaris. He was Avaydezara, just means an Avayda that Zara. It means something that's that's far right. It means something with the, that, that's not the Rabbanishalim, right? The Valtani writes. The, the Valtani writes there's no great areas in, 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 in Ruchnius. Everything's either Elokos, and if it doesn't have Bittl to Elokos, then it's Avaydah Zara. It's, it's called the Lehem Acherim. The Lehem means that it's gods that are other. Anything other than the Rabbanu Shalom is a Lehem Acherim. So Mordechai Yitzhak was Kaifer of Avaydah Zara, not just in a physical form of Avaydah Zara, but he was Kaifer in anything that's Astara, anything that's hiding the presence of Hashem. Vainir Shekafer Bakal Astaris, Visalim Bakal Nisyonis, Vinisher Davak Bakal Eisbemuna, Liris Bakal Davars Chesed Avaya. Mordechai Tzadik saw that everything the Rabbani Shalom wants is exactly the way it's meant to be. And there was no Astara by him. There was no lack of Amuna. He said, Rabbani Shalom, where I am, where Kla Yisrael is, where Esther Amalka is, this is the greatest place. That's Mitzad Echad. Mitzad Sheni, the Gemara over there, Darshan's his name. The Gemara Tzadik tells us, Ben, ben Mordechai, ben, Mordechai ben, Yish, ben, ben Shimi Ben Kish, Ben, ben uh, I'm going out of order. Mordechai Ben, ben Yor Ben Shimi Ben Kish. 
Right, and the Gemara goes, goes ahead, and the Gemara says Ya'er because he was mayor, mayor, the, mayor the Einav of Klal Yisrael Betfila. Kishi because he was caught, he was knocking on the doors of Shemayim constantly. Shimi that the Rambam is Shemayat Tfila. So Mordechai Tzadik's name on the one hand is Mordechai Hayyudi. Hayyudi means Amuna. It means that Rambam I recognize that where I am is the best place to be. I don't have any kashas, I don't have any tainas, I don't have any svekus about where you put me. This is the best place. At the same time, he's davening, and he's not just davening. His name, his essence, is davening, 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 knocking on the door and begging the Rambam to change the matzav. So. I don't understand. If, if the matzah is perfect, if you're Mordechai Yehudi, it's covered by desire. So why are you knocking on the door? Why are you davening? So Mordechai Tzadik was this secret of Purim davening, where I'm not davening for myself. Rabbanisham, me, I'm good. If this is where you want me to be, I'm a Kabbalah Yisurim Be'ahava. But Rabbanisham, I'm knocking on heaven's door because I recognize that you don't want the matzah to be this way. I recognize that you don't want the matzah to be this way. You want it to be something better. You want it to be something different because it's a Chil Hashem taking place. And the fact that Haman is rising to power is a Chil Hashem. The fact that Klaiso is being Nenem Esudis Isa Russia, the fact that they're being Nebuchadnezzar, that's a Chil Hashem. So I'm not davening for me or for Klai Yisrael what we need. Rabbanisham, I'm davening for you. And that's the secret of what it means to daven on Purim. Rabbanisham, I'm shikr. I don't need anything. Everything in my life is perfect. Everything in my life is perfect. But, I want to utilize this day of tefillah to focus on Hashem. Say, Rabbanisham, I want, to be I want you to be so that everybody should be able to realize what I feel internally should be clear to the whole world externally, both to me externally in my life, and the whole world should be able to visibly see the presence of Hashem. So Hashem should always be Shibuzeich. It's a very high madrega. Obviously drinking is very, very helpful for this madrega. But it uh, gets a person out of, out of himself. No, but Amos, it gets a person out of himself, out of his own chesreinus. When you're shikha, you don't need anything. There's no chesreinus. The only chesreinus is, there's a chel Hashem taking place. The Rabban Hashem is not magala kvayd machusa the way it should be, the way it's going to be in Geula. And that's what my tefillah is on Purim. It's all about the Rabban Hashem. And not about me, Bechlal. Shabbat